following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to the Herd and Ten podcast. Here's your host, Jake Brutinski. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Herd and Ten podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fortinsky. You can find me on Twitter at jfortinskynfl. You can also check out our dedicated social media channels. That's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and those can all be found at Herd and 10 with our YouTube page. If you want to listen to our episodes there, please do so. That's if you hate listening on other streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you don't want to listen to any of those, We have you covered on YouTube as well. Let's get right into it. The Bills have a game this week. They had a bye week. We have hopefully all gotten over that terrible, terrible loss to the Arizona Cardinals. And we're all ready to move forward. Not just us fans, but the team. My hope is that the team is going to come together and really unite and and show that against a weak Chargers team. This seems like the perfect opportunity for the Bills to bounce back, to have that opportunity to put that game in the past and well in the past. It's, you know, it's not perfect that they didn't have a game this past week, but I think that having that break maybe in the long run is going to be the best thing, especially because the Bills have had a lot of injuries and my hope is that they'll finally be healthy. And that's the first thing I want to talk about, which is there has been some new news, which is rookie wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins has actually been designated to return from injured reserved by the Bills management. What this essentially means is there is an opportunity to activate him. I believe they have to activate him within around three weeks from now, or I think three weeks from when the news came out. So we'll, we'll say give or take two and a half to three weeks to activate him. If they don't, they could then just put him on injured reserve, which would essentially end his 2020 season. It would be unfortunate, but fortunately... The Bills have a great receiving core, which is really why I think it is possible that we could see that. But it could go the other direction. We could even see Hodgins playing against the Chargers this week. It's it's going to be interesting to tell. I'm recording this a little earlier than Friday, so it could be that by Friday he's activated. I don't know. But at this point in time, he has not officially you know, uh, being activated to play. I believe he can practice though. Um, So we'll see if he actually ends up playing or not. 
But I'm excited because I really had high hopes for Hodgins coming into this season. He had a really impressive training camp. He's a really big body, a tough, strong receiver. His hands are apparently incredible. So it would be awesome to have another addition like Hodgins for the Bills receiving core, especially with John Brown and some of the struggles we've seen him have with injuries. Maybe it would be nice to have another option who could just come in, know the offense, and really add something to it. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him, but I just figured it was worth talking about because I think it's a pretty big deal. We haven't really heard anything about him because he's been on IR, but now with the potential of him coming back, that could be something interesting. It could potentially be an X factor in this game, especially because this game really could be a shootout. I hope it's not going to be. I hope the Bills win and, you know, it's not a crazy game with a lot of points. Ideally, it would be better if it was a quieter game. But if it does become a shootout, again, it could be helpful having a receiver like Hodgins added to the mix. I want to talk about a couple other things. Just just the fact that we can all move on from that Cardinals game. And that we should expect a big and strong effort from the Bills in this game against the Chargers. The Bills have the Chargers traveling across the country, coming into Buffalo, where it's going to be cold, it may rain, it may snow. And those are going to be things that are for sure going to negatively impact the Chargers you got to believe that it's a tough trip already to make, but to also have the weather play a factor, I think that that's going to be something that could really impact rookie quarterback Justin Herbert, who has had a really impressive rookie campaign. I think he's shocked a lot of people. I think the hope for him was he wasn't going to have to play this season, and that veteran Tyrod Taylor, who... If you're a Bills fan, and you probably are if you're listening to this show, I'm sure you know who Tyrod Taylor is, and he had his ups and downs in Buffalo, but the goal really for the Chargers was to have him remain as the starter and just be that veteran presence and allow Herbert to sit the entire rookie season or his entire rookie season and then ideally start next season to develop and start to get some game time. But things changed. Tyrod Taylor went down with an injury. And then as soon as Herbert came in, he was just incredible. So him coming to town, it is something to be a little weary about. Yes, the Chargers have not been very good. Yes, they're bottom of their division. But if you look at a lot of their matches, they have been quite close. And they've been very offensive. So the Chargers offense has really been good. And the Bills defense as we know, at this point in time, has not been very good. Now, I'm going to be speaking later about my score predictions and and more details about the defense with my guest. But So I don't want to get into too much detail there, but I really do feel confident in this game, and you should too. The Bills are a really good team at 7-3. and three. They're playing a Chargers team that is not very good, and they're 3-7. and seven. And yes, they've had close games, but in the end, 
What makes a good team is a team that can find ways to win. It doesn't matter how you win. It just matters that you win. So basically what I'm saying is, is you can be over the Cardinals game and you can be excited about the Bills game against the Chargers because I think this could be a statement game. Now I want to get into the weekly wins and lazy losses for this week because I think that it was weird having the week off last week and only talking about weekly wins and they were all just kind of bi-week related. So it's exciting to have, you know, finally a full week where we get to talk about weekly wins and lazy losses. Before I get into this segment, I just want to say this segment is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. But they now also offer products for other parts of your body. I want to tell you a little bit about Manscaped's latest product, the new Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which uses the same skin-safe technology when you're trimming those delicate nose hairs of yours. If you buy this product using the promo code HERDAND10, that's H-E-R-D-A-N-D-T-E-N, you will receive a 20% off and free shipping. So please visit manscaped.com. And when you go to purchase an item and hit checkout, include the promo code HERDAND10 and get 20% off and free shipping for your entire order. So get the new Weed Whacker and or the Lawn Mower 3.0 and make your balls a priority this fall. So let's start with the weekly wins. This week, the Bills defense has an opportunity to get back to the basics, to get back to the fundamentals. They've had now a week off to regroup Focus on what they need to do moving forward, what they need to do in this almost next long stretch of the season, the final stretch of the season. And that seems to be the perfect time for the Bills defense to just play basic football. Don't do anything crazy. Don't try to be a player you're not. Do exactly what the coach asks you to do. Be one of 11 as Sean McDermott would say. The Bills need to just play fundamental, good quality football on defense, and I think that will be enough to stop the Chargers' offense. That ideally would be enough to win this game. The other other weekly win is to shut down that passing game that the Chargers have shown a lot of success in, that Justin Herbert has had a lot of success in. He has been throwing a lot, a lot of yards, plenty of touchdowns, and he's looked really good. However, he is a rookie, and he's made plenty of rookie mistakes. He's certainly a player that the Bills could take advantage of if they shut down the passing game, or at the very least, put enough pressure so Herbert is forced to throw into tight areas that he doesn't necessarily want to or is able to throw into. So you really need to do two things this week. You got to play good fundamental football and you need to shut down that passing game, particularly the deep passing game. 
Justin Herbert has a really big arm and he's willing to use it. So you got to stop him. And if you do that, they could certainly win this game. Lazy losses. If the Bills fail to contain Justin Herbert, and what I mean by this is not just in the passing game, but also in the running. So I talked about in the weekly wins that the Bills need to really stop those deep balls, really limit the passing game. But they're also going to need to contain Herbert because Justin Herbert, and like I'll talk about later in this episode, has a lot of similarities to Josh Allen. He has the ability to escape the pocket and scamper for 15 plus yards. So if you don't contain him, he will burn you with his legs. So it's really important that they contain Justin Herbert. If they fail to do that, so if they just stop the passing game, which would be awesome, but they don't contain Herbert at all, this could be a long day for the Bills defense and they could lose this game. Second lazy loss is getting into a shootout. The Bills have a really good offense, but I still don't love the idea of them getting into a shootout. And yes, last week against the Cardinals, it was a miracle play, but that was a shootout and it didn't end up in the Bills' favor. So I really think the Bills need to avoid a shootout in this game. I think that their defense really has to have a good game. They don't have to have a great game, but they have to have a good game for the Bills to truly solidify this win early on in the game. So I think if they struggle and they allow this to get out of control and into a shootout, the Bills could potentially lose this game. Before I say goodbye, and before we move on to the next part of this episode, I just want to say that we have a really exciting guest coming on. And before I take a break, I want you to know who it is so you stick around after the break. We have Danielle, who is a producer and is actually the co-host for Buffalo Rumblings Mafia Mavens podcast. It's an awesome show. I listen to it all the time. It's it's just a really unique show and it's certainly worth checking out. And checking out the second part of this episode is certainly worth it too because Danielle is a really passionate Bills fan. She's not even she's not even living in Buffalo and is still a diehard fan, so it's awesome to be able to t- chat to people like that, people like her. So please stick around. She's also the social media manager for Buffalo Rumbling. So she's really involved with SB Nation and has her own show. She does a lot of social media for them as well. So she's really got a breadth of knowledge. So please stick around after the break. So we're just going to take a quick break here and then we'll be right back and you'll get to hear my chat with Danielle from SB Nation's Buffalo Rumblings. Thanks. Bill's season is here, but tailgates will have to wait. But there is a new way to connect with your Bill's Mafia and other sports fans. Let me tell you about this new app called Playing the Field. Playing the Field is a dating and community app made exclusively for sports fans. By Playing the Field, you can connect with sports fans for any reason you want. Want to find a friend that won't ask questions when you say you need a table? 
someone to go to a game with, or just grab a few beers and wings? Need an extra player for your weekly hockey game? Playing the field also helps you find your MVP by offering a dating app that removes the inconvenience of having to scroll through multiple profiles just to find a sports fan. Playing the Field is available on the web at playthefielddating.com and will have iOS and Android versions later this season. Playing the Field is founded by a member of the Bills Mafia, so you will also be supporting one of your own. Please take a look at our show notes for more information on Playing the Field and their podcast, The Fan Experience. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Herd and Ten podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Jake Fratinsky. And as I mentioned earlier, I am joined by a special guest, Danielle. She does a whole slew of things. She's the producer and co-host of the Mafia Mavens. I had the other co-host last week with Robin Mundy. So it's great to have her counterpart on and love to talk bills. Um, both herself and Robin are, are huge Bills fans and they know their stuff, which is why I'm bringing them on. She's also the social media manager for Buffalo Rumblings, which is part of SB Nation. Uh, Danielle, maybe you want to just tell our listeners where they can find you, social media, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, thanks for having me, first of all. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Danielle, D-A-N-Y-E-L, Renee, R-E-N-E-E-B-B, which stands for Buffalo Bills. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much where I'm mainly active. And so give me a follow. And the Mafia Mavens is also at the Mafia Mavens on Twitter as well. And that's my podcast. And I'm I'm pretty interactive on there. So yeah, no, your your show's awesome. I, I said to to my listeners last week check them out. They got a great show. It's really unique. Uh, they went on hiatus for a little while, but they are back. So for those of you who are fans, just like I am, we now get to listen to them every week again. Um, Danielle, so excited to have you on. Obviously the bills have a big week this week. They're coming off of a bye week My first question for you is with them rested up with them, ideally as healthy as they can be. How important is that coming off of such a dreadful loss to the Cardinals, having that extra week to not only rest your body, but also rest your mind? Is that something that you feel was crucial? And although that loss was terrible, maybe it was better to have that with a bye week after it than anything else? I don't know. So I have two thoughts on it. Obviously, I think that it's a great thing for their bodies because... You know, we're a little bit banged up on, you know, at offensive line, wide receiver on the defense. There's just spots all over that at this point in the season, a lot of NFL teams have issues with injuries. But for these bills, I don't like the bye week after the Arizona game because I think that their mindsets are we need another game to rectify this. That was, it was like a, a one in a million kind of play. It's not like, it, I can't, you can't even really blame it on them. But in their minds, they're taking the blame for it. And the kind of team that they are and the kind of team that Sean McDermott has built, they're the kind of team that wants to go out and get out there and prove themselves. And I think the bye week wasn't a good thing mentally, in my opinion, for them. 
that you know it's an interesting take i agree with it but i also see that other side i guess it, it does make sense with the type of team that they are with the way mcdermott and bean have built this team it's they're supposed to be a resilient team. They're supposed to mm -hmm. bounce back and bounce back quickly. It, it seems like, you know, you're talking about that they're, they're taking the brunt of it. It's unfortunate because really in that scenario, there's only a few players that should be taking the brunt of it, but it seems like the entire team is, but I think that that might be a good thing. It might be a good thing that the whole team is taking flack for that, that million to one type of loss. But I guess for me, my hope is, is that having them rest, having them have that extra week to get mentally prepared is good. And it should be noted, they're playing, you know, a pretty poor Chargers team. Now, the Chargers have an impressive offense, but overall, they're really not a particularly impressive team. So it seems like an opportunity for the team to get back to where they were before and, and ideally prove why they should have won that game against the Cardinals and why that really was a miracle. The next question I have for you is really more focused on the Chargers because they're coming cross country, which we know can be difficult. Of course, there's no fans in Buffalo, but you better believe it's tougher to play when you're traveling across the country. And that's going to be tough for a rookie quarterback like Justin Herbert. Now, is that going to impact his play or not? I'm not sure. Maybe you'll have an answer for that. But I really want to know specifically, do the Bills defense need to be concerned when they have a guy like Herbert, who's had so much success in his rookie season, coming in and playing teams, whether it's a tough defense or weak defense, Herbert has shown that he can really compete at a high level. He does. I like Herbert and from the moment I, you know, I admittedly, I don't watch a lot of college, but I have watched a lot of his games in the NFL because he reminds me kind of, of Josh Allen. So I like the way he plays, but I think that the bills will take him seriously because the bills take everyone seriously. They're smart enough to know that it's a week to week league. Anything can happen. And a quarterback that hasn't been playing very well can come in there and beat them. They know that. But where I think the advantage is for the Bills is that their defense is getting healthier. Tremaine Edmonds is getting healthier. The players are playing better. They're playing more like a unit. They're gelling. And so for me, I think that's the one thing that helps the Bills defense. They're, they've been coming on in recent weeks. The second thing is that not just traveling from, you know, the time zone, but like I live in Pennsylvania and you know, a few hours from Buffalo and we have similar weather and it's cold. So they're coming from that heat and that nice weather out there in California and it's cold here. So that's going to be a big difference. And our guys are used to it. And a rookie quarterback like Herbert, since he's been playing a lot of his, you know, home games there in California is not going to be used to that kind of thing. And I also think with our mindset, with the Bills' mindset, because of that loss in Arizona and because it happened where they scored at the last minute and the defense is really salty and that just left a real bitter taste in their mouth, big, huge advantage to the Bills' defense right there. So do they have to worry about Justin Herbert? Of course, they have to worry about anyone. But I still don't think that they're going to cause too many problems. I think the Bills will handle this one this week. Yeah, there's a few 
nice points there. One, I should just mention, my next question was going to be, do you see some similarities from Herbert and Allen? I'll get to that in a moment. But I like that you bring up that the Bills take everyone seriously. And that's something that McDermott has instilled in this team, that you always come prepared, you always come organized. From Mm -hmm. what I can recall, there's only been, I would say, a handful of times where there seemed to be confusion, whether it's on the defense or the offense, in the time that McDermott has been here. So really, you expect them to be well prepared. And like you said, taking such a brutal loss, you better believe the Bills are going to come back with a little bit of anger, a little bit Mm -hmm. of almost revenge, and not necessarily against the chargers, but it's going to happen against the chargers. And whether the reasons behind that doesn't really matter. The point is they're going to show up and they're going to hopefully show out. And even with a guy like Herbert, who's looked really good, it is going to be tough. He's playing colder weather. He's coming to our house and he's coming to play a team that's rested and motivated and those things should combine for a big win for the bills now on to the next thing which was the similarities between the two there certainly appears to be a lot they're both willing to take risks and throw the ball regardless of getting picked off or not they seem to both be unfazed i've talked about this before on my show previously i've heard you talk about this before Allen is a player that is unfazed. When he makes a mistake, he knows how to bounce back. And not just he knows, he bounces back and it's as if that pick never happened. It's as if that fumble never happened. And that's something that is really incredible about Allen. And I have seen some of that in Herbert already, which it's concerning because the Chargers are a team that the Bills may have to battle with over time and in the next decade, but they're not in our division. So that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. it's not just that. It's also the way he throws, also his ability to run, his mobility, his arm strength, his size. There seems to be so many connections and similarities between the two. And I got to admit, I, I loved the pick when the Chargers took him. I thought, wow, that's a great pick. And it's crazy because when the Bills took Allen back in the day, I was so pissed. I didn't think he was going to be good. I had all these concerns. So it's interesting to see how our mind changes, especially when we see success, when we see a guy like Allen who's having success and showing that ability to develop, you start to believe in players just like him. I feel like maybe if Herbert, If Allen never came to the league, maybe you don't feel the same way. Maybe I don't feel the same way about Herbert, but it's just interesting to see how that can change your your viewpoint on things. For my other question is, what do you think is going to happen in this game? And what I mean by that is, what do you expect? Is this going to be an offensive battle? Is it going to be a defensive struggle? What do you think is going to happen? So with the Bills game against the Chargers, I really, it's going to be an offensive game. I mean, I don't think many people think much differently about that. Um, There was like a stat that I read too, that in the third quarter, both the Bills and the Chargers are pretty bad at, at giving up points to the other team. So the third quarter is going to be a really interesting quarter because 
the Bills usually can't score well in the third quarter, but they also give up a lot. But the Chargers also give up a lot of points. So it's I can't wait for the third quarter of that game. Um, defensively, you know, I, I still think, even though it's going to be a more offensive game, I still think that the Bills are going to limit the Chargers. Like, they're not going to put up, you know, 35 points on us. That's something I don't believe. Probably in the 20s, but it's not going to be a complete, like, blowout or anything like that where it's you know um on offense I really expect the Bills to do a lot because again with the way Josh Allen is and the way he shouldered that loss and the way he felt he's gonna come out firing on all cylinders especially just having you know had the time to simmer on that and you know resting I know he had that shoulder injury and he's been fine for a while now but that extra week always helps so with any kind of soreness I think that that this game is, it's going to be a good one. I think it's still going to be pretty close, but I know that I really have a feeling that the Bills are going to win. They're not going to let another West Coast team come and beat them, you know, twice in a row. Yeah, I like that take. I think that that seems reasonable. And I think the Bills are going to win this game. I, I want to just end this with predictions. I usually let my guests go first, but you know what? I'm feeling excited this week. I'm going to go with my prediction first give you a moment to prep yours and I'm going bold this week. I don't tend to do this. I think I've generally been relatively conservative, but in this game, I just think the bills are coming in with a little extra. oomph. I think that they really want this win. They really want to show something. And I think that they're pissed. I think they're mad Mm -hmm. about that game. And I think we're going to see a different team. I think we're going to see the same kind of offense, but I think we're going to see a different defense. I think it's Mm -hmm. going to be a attacking defense. I think we're going to see blitzes. I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on a rookie quarterback who hasn't seen a team like the bills, who hasn't seen a team that's coming off of a bye week and Mm -hmm. is angry. And I'm going to go with the bills 37 to the Chargers 17. I don't think the Chargers are even going to eclipse 20. Previously, I just, I've usually assumed that a team would put up 20 plus points just because of our defense and how it's really struggled. But Mm -hmm. I think also the way the Bills lost that game, the players that are going to be most motivated are the players that the Bills really need to step up. They need Tredavious White to step up and get Mm -hmm. some takeaways. They need Micah Hyde to step up and Jordan Poyer. All these back-end players are going to need to step up for us to really make a big blowout win. And I think this is finally the week we're going to see that. I like that take. Now you have me rethinking um, how close I believe that the game's actually going to be because I'm like, you know, you're right about a lot of those things and he is still a rookie quarterback and we still have a very good defense. So, and you know what? Like a lot of those players, like Tredavious White and Micah Hyde, like they've been banged up in recent weeks too. We don't know what they've been dealing with. So the extra week's good for them. And I don't know. I think it's going to be a little closer. I'm going to say the Bills 31 and the Chargers 24. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, look, I think that that's what I normally would go with. I was thinking, you know, maybe 34, 27, 34, 21, that kind of thing. So that doesn't seem unreasonable. I guess just, I just, I have this gut feeling that the Bills are 
just looking to finally terrorize a team because coming into this season, remember we had a great defense and not such a great offense. Of course, we had some key additions, Stefan Diggs, Zach Moss, and a few others, especially more so on the defense, but there were a lot of additions. And I think the hope was that our offense could just at least improve slightly and our defense would basically just need to stay the same. Now Mm -hmm. that's kind of being flipped on its head this season because our defense has not looked very good, but at some point you just have to figure they're going to gel. It's the same guys. Like they should be as good or better. I mean, some of the additions they made on the defensive line that have not really prospered. I guess my hope is, is that they will, that finally they've had enough time. Now they've had that bye week as well to really finally get things down, get things back to where they need to be. And I just feel like against a Chargers team that has really struggled, this is probably the opportunity. We saw glimpses of it in the Seahawks game. We did Mm -hmm. win the game and they looked good, but I think you'd probably agree the defense still had a lot of inconsistencies in that game. They still gave up a lot of points, but it just seems like this is probably the game that they can really turn it around, especially because they got some really tough games coming up. And this might be an opportunity to really have a big win and and really solidify themselves as a true top contender in the AFC and not just the division leader, but an actual contender for the entire conference. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you know, I, I really would. And if you think about what they did against Arizona defensively, I mean, to keep them under a certain amount of points and I like, you know, Kyler Murray made some plays, but he was like, you said, he was blitzed and pressured all game. They really got to him. They got in his head. He was frustrated at points and not a lot of teams have been able to do that. So I really do think that like, this is something that, yeah, they could take advantage of, especially with a rookie quarterback. I think yeah, they, if they just keep bringing the pressure and again, they're getting healthier and there, you know, there was some new players and they lost players like Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips. And then there's, you know, you have Epinesa comes in and you have Klein and Matt Milano has been out. Tremaine Edmonds has been injured. You know, Micah Hyde was injured. You know, Tredavious White was injured. You think about all these like different things and it's like, they're finally getting healthy, getting players back and they are starting to gel. They're starting to, to know how to work together as a unit. So yeah, I think, you know what? Like, I think you're changing my mind that this could be a very big statement win for them saying like, we're not going to let what happened against Arizona happen again. We're prepared and we're done. Like, we're not going to be the punching bag of the league like we used to be. This is it. We're taking the title and we're going to run with it. I like that I'm changing your mind. Positive <laughs> vibes. You're fi- you're feeling it. I mean, look, we both know the Bills are a really good team. I guess I'm just trying to say, I feel like this is a chance to turn it into something real where we can really believe that the Bills aren't just a really good team, but that they could potentially be a great team. And whether yes. they blow out the Chargers or not, I don't think anyone's going to say they're great yet, but it would right. be nice to do what you just said, which is have a statement game. And this is a chance to do it at home. Even though there's no fans, they know we're all watching on TV. So we're all going to be there in spirit. Danielle, I want to thank you for coming on. 
had a great talk. I'm, I'm glad that I maybe even changed your mind a little bit, <laughs> pushed you more towards some yeah. bold predictions. Yeah, um, absolutely. But look, thank you so much for coming on. Again, if anyone wants to check her out, you can go to Twitter and type Danielle Renee BB for Buffalo Bills, as she mentioned. But also, more importantly, I would say you got to check out her show, the Mafia Mavens podcast. It's on Buffalo Rumblings. Uh, I believe if you go to the website, also if you go to any streaming service. So again, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on and go Bills. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Let's go Buffalo.